0: Hi, boys and girls. This is Ms. Kathy. I'm so happy you've joined me today for another story just for you. Amy by Goldie Down. No, this is not a story about a girl named Amy. In fact, there are no girls at all in this story. It is about a man. Amy is not a name at all in this case. It stands for after many years. It is a sort of code we used at our home when I was growing up. Any delayed event was called an Amy. You'll see how well this title fits as my story unfolds. Away back in 1910, Bill Jones was just an ordinary young man living in an ordinary town and working at an ordinary job. One day, a coal porter came to his door and sold him a religious book. Bill read the book and was impressed by it. It told about so many wonderful things that were in the Bible, things that Bill had not known before. Prophecies of images and dreadful-looking beasts that represented nations filled his mind. The book explained many events that had happened and many more that were going to happen. It told about other things, too, such as what happens when a person dies, what heaven is like, and which day is God's Sabbath. It was all very interesting. Bill had never heard of such things before, and he was pleased with his purchase. This was a wonderful book. He wondered what religion it represented. He had never heard of any church that taught these doctrines. But Bill was not deeply religious. He believed in living by the golden rule. Do unto others as you would have them do to you, was his motto. He would never do anyone a bad turn, and if he could do them a good one, he did it. He paid his debts and expected others to do the same. Bill didn't feel he needed any more religion than that. Eight years rolled by, and in 1918 another call porter came to Bill's town. The culporter asked around for a place to stay, and people directed him to Bill's house. Bill's a good chap, the culporter was advised. He'll be sure to put you up. So the culporter went to Bill's house, and Bill let him stay. By day, the culporter went from house to house, calling on all the people in town in an effort to sell his books. At night, he sat in Bill's dining room and gave Bill Bible studies. Once again, Bill was deeply impressed by all the things he learned from the Bible. Some subjects that the callporter studied with him, Bill remembered from his own book, the one he had bought from the first callporter. He nodded in vigorous agreement when the callporter proved his beliefs from the Bible, but somehow the sword of the Spirit could not get through Bill's armor of self satisfaction. It could not pierce into his heart. What religion are you, anyway? he asked the callporter. I've never heard of anyone else but you and my book believing in these things. I'm a Seventh-day Adventist, replied the smiling young call-porter, and while it is true that there are not very many of our adherents, we are advancing rapidly. This is God's great remnant church. We are getting ready to meet Jesus when he comes, and we want to help others to be ready too. Do you think Jesus will come in our lifetime? Bill asked a bit skeptically. Oh, yes, he is coming very soon, the call-porter replied earnestly. Why, Bill, this terrible war that has just ended— World War I, 1914-1918, is one of the signs of his coming. Hmm, Bill nodded. That's true. All you say is true, but... And once again, Bill did nothing about the truths he had heard. After the second Culp Order had gone his way, Bill gradually forgot the wonderful truths he had learned. He just drifted along, an ordinary citizen in an ordinary town doing an ordinary job. He never did anything particularly bad, and he never did anything particularly good. He was a solid, respectable citizen. What more could anyone want? Forty more years slipped quietly by. Forty-four, in fact. Bill's hair, what he had left, was gray now. His shoulders were beginning to stoop a little. He was getting perilously close to the end of his allotted span of life. Twice God had called him in his youth, but Bill had shrugged him off. Forty-four years had passed since the last call porter stayed in Bill's house and taught him Bible truths, and now those truths were lost in the mists of forgetfulness. One evening, Bill was waiting at the bus stop when he saw an old friend approaching. Joe, he called. Hey, Joe, I haven't seen you in years. What's the news? Joe crossed the street and slapped Bill heartily on the back. The news, Bill? The biggest news is that I have just been baptized and joined the Seventh-day Adventist church. The mists cleared a little in Bill's mind. Somewhere a bell rang. You have? he questioned eagerly. Tell me more. I used to be interested in that church a long time ago. Briefly, Joe told him more and ended by asking, Would you like to have our pastor visit you? That I would, replied old Bill heartily, and make it soon. The pastor visited Bill and arranged a series of Bible studies. Once more, Bill heard the truths presented from the Bible, and this time— at long last, he acted upon them. Bill surrendered his life to Jesus and was baptized. Now do you see why I called Bill's story, Amy? With God, we never have to give up hope. The story you have heard today is from God's Greatest Stories, written by various authors and compiled by Randy Fishel.